Glasgow podcast. At One Glasgow, we are bringing together students from diverse backgrounds through cultural exchange and collaboration. In our podcast, you will hear from international students on topics ranging from cultural awareness to international students' issues. I'm Leanne, your podcast host for today, where we are joined by Lynn and Shino, two students at RCS studying music. They are going to be sharing their experience growing up in Singapore and then moving to Glasgow for university. Thank you both for being on the podcast. Thanks for <laughs> So just to start off, like how long have you both been in Glasgow? Are you studying the same courses? Mm-hmm. So I came to Glasgow at the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I came in 2015. So oh, that's, wow, that's quite a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're both in piano, but mm-hmm. I've graduated now, so she's in her final year of undergrad and then I accepted masters so I'll be continuing next year. Oh that's so exciting, mm-hmm. nice. So like moving to Glasgow, were there any immediate differences that you guys saw between here and Singapore? The weather. The weather. <laughs> Every single person we've had on the podcast has said that the weather <laughs> is the main difference. Except it's better here. Is mm-hmm. it? You prefer the cold? Yeah. I more. Think it's too hot. Mm. But that's different. Yeah, and I think like Glasgow is much more like concentrated, like the city centre compared to like Singapore, where like it's a big city like, mm-hmm. on the whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is strange because Singapore is meant to be small. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it does it does feel yeah it's striving. It just Glasgow feels more spread out, mm. and there's like just like city and like countryside. Yeah, mm. within like ten minutes. Of train rides, but mm-hmm. it's not like that in Singapore because it's just city mm-hmm. and everywhere is just buildings and people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really impressive, like what Singapore has accomplished, like since its independence. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. terms of a city, like Singapore must be like one of the cleanest, <coughs> safest cities in the world. I think for sure, mm-hmm. clean their statues. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> 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 what about the cost of living in Singapore compared to Glasgow? Hmm, I think it's. Like the um, different like things in Singapore is like 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 the prices vary. So like in Glasgow, eating out is much more expensive than eating in Singapore because you can find like hawker centers with like different food stalls combined into like one big place, and you can find like food for like up to like two three pound for a meal. Yeah, like just wow. for, yeah, for eating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's almost like what no five times five times the price. Yeah, Glasgow is five times more expensive to eat out, but mm. but obviously things <coughs> like, um, what do you call it? Like cars, living, like Housing. houses, rent is way more expensive in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I think as a student, it's cheaper mm-hmm. probably here. Mm-hmm. So like that, unless you live at home, obviously, and you don't yeah. have to pay rent. But if you had to pay rent in Singapore and you had to eat out and you had to cook and stuff, I actually think it's more expensive in Singapore because mm-hmm. groceries here are actually cheaper. So eating wow. out is more expensive here, but groceries is is way cheaper, cheaper here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it all balances out, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's something I like noticed when I was back in Malaysia because I'm from Malaysia, <laughs> um, and like the grocery prices are really expensive. I think because a lot of things are imported, imported. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so like actually groceries here, you wouldn't think that they're cheaper, but they are, they which is so strange. Yeah. yeah. So, like, growing up in Singapore, I know that you were saying that it feels larger than it actually is. I think mm-hmm. Singapore, I was looking this up earlier, it's, like, one of the 20 smallest countries in the world, which is just insane because when I went to Singapore, it really, it doesn't feel that small. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, 
living in Singapore, growing up in Singapore, like, what was it like? Like, is it's kind of easy to get everywhere because of public transport, and like, was there a lot to do, like, a lot of activities? I feel old suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> I think back, I think it's changed a lot, and I think that's another thing about Singapore. It's a very fast-paced society. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've been here for eight years. So every time I went back, I genuinely feel Singapore is the country that changes the most. Like that has the most changes within every single year that I've been back. And mm-hmm. I mean, back to the question. So when I was younger, uh, I felt like I, I, I don't know. Like there weren't as many things as there is now. For example, like. They build more playgrounds, they build more things to do, there's more like science centers, museums and things. So but I don't know. I don't yeah. Mm. Mm. I think yeah, like like it develops really fast. So like for kids nowadays they the things they do might be slightly different from what we do. Like what what we did. Mm. Yeah. yeah, growing up. And um what was about yeah. sorry? No, no, what was the first question you said? Yeah. Like the public transport as well, like in Singapore. Yeah. Oh, really good. That's true. But mm. for some reason it still takes it still takes, for example, an hour if I were to get to from my home to Shane's home. It, wow. it still does take an hour. Even though driving would be maybe fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes. But because cars are so expensive in Singapore, none of us really drive. Well, mm-hmm. at least we, mm-hmm. we don't. And for me to get from one place to another to teach or whatever it is, it would still be even maybe even longer than here actually. Yeah. Maybe. Like if you go from outside towards the city centre, it takes at least one hour. Wow. Like for from all sides. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Wow. Never realised that. I think <laughs> as a tourist it's really good because everything is sort of confined within yeah, the centre of Singapore. Easy to get around. It's yeah. very easy. Yeah. But it does take time. It's mm-hmm. not that fast. <laughs> yeah. Um like going to school in Singapore, did you both like go through the national curriculum? Mm, I think we went through the exact yes, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's not always the same for most Singaporeans. Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. For us, we, we did primary school for six years. Well, no, sorry, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And then primary school for six years. And then we had our high school, what we call secondary school, for six years. And then finished with the IB, the International Baccalaureate. And then we mm-hmm. came here. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, like, Singaporean education system is, like, seen as, like, one of the best in the world. I think it's, like, for IB, I was, like, looking up a stat. Like, one of my friends did IB, and they were saying, like, Singaporeans made up, like, half of the perfect (laughs) scores for IB. Like, (laughs) it's just crazy, like, the education statistics coming out of Singapore. Like, how did you feel growing up in the system? Do you feel there's a lot of, like, pressure to do very well academically because everyone else is? Or, like, did you feel, like... Um, like arts was encouraged as well since you both are doing music was that something that you did at school as well mm, yeah so we both went to like an art school in our secondary school days mm-hmm. so that school was pretty much like a young like institute so yeah like when I left it was they celebrated their 10th anniversary so I think like since then um, arts has been quite encouraged um, in our generation so um, yeah, so I think in terms of arts, it was like pretty balanced, like the, the school that we were in. Um, in terms of like stress levels, I think <laughs> it was quite stressful. Like almost everyone had like tuition and like the weekends were just packed. Yeah, but personally, I, I didn't, my parents didn't put too much pressure on me. So yeah, mm. it was yeah, manageable. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I'm, I'm older than Shane, Shane mm-hmm. so when I started, 
I was one of the first batches of that school and mm. it was really it's the first tertiary education art school that we had in Singapore and I'm pretty sure it's still the only one mm-hmm. that um and I mean yeah like to a certain extent for that at that point in time it was already very balanced the fact that they included arts and they tried to you know put emphasis on that but obviously if you want to compare to the rest of the world we will only have like three two hours of arts still you know we mm-hmm. you know and, and to other schools in other parts of the world maybe like that's that's so little that's not really a conservatoire or what, what we are having experiencing now mm-hmm. but I feel like it's changing yeah they're, they're coming up with much more new paths right now for people who might want to transition earlier so they don't have to go through the international backing of it don't have to go through the whole thing so that they could transition better into something else that they want to do that might not be what most Singaporeans want to do mm-hmm. you know yeah and stress like I think yeah, it was it was stressful, but it was useful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I did enjoy it, so yeah. it wasn't too bad. Do you feel that your like secondary education and the IB prepared you well for university? Oh, hundred percent, two hundred percent. I mean, it depends. Like for us, we came to a conservatoire, so it's it's more specialized in music. Mm-hmm. So in that area, I would say, I don't know if you felt the same way, probably, but we were definitely a bit behind mm-hmm. in terms of comparing to other people who have done music all mm-hmm. their life growing up so they have just been music has just been the main thing yeah and they've done two to three other subjects in school but for us it was completely flipped mm-hmm. music was just one of the subjects and in that way it was um and we had to keep it up by having one-to-one obviously piano lessons every week and mm-hmm. stuff but mm-hmm. essay writing i think it's like a breeze for us yeah. like here, academic wise academic wise mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was just no problem that's great so, like, about Singaporean culture, I think this is always, like, my favorite part of the podcast. Like, I love to hear about, like, different countries. What is the most celebrated holiday in Singapore? Ooh. Chinese? Chinese New Year? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I love the perfect synchronization. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that is the holiday that we get the most days. It's public holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. get, like, two, three days. On top of, if you have the weekends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. I mean, we do celebrate Hari Raya as well for the Malays and Deepavali and for the, but it was mm-hmm. ju- it's just one day. Mm-hmm. Chinese New Year, probably. Mm-hmm. I think it would be useful like to contextualize this for listeners, like to explain how multi ethnic Singapore uh, yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, do you guys want to explain a bit about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Like Chinese, like Chinese makes up the most of the population in Singapore, but we have like Malays as well as Indians, um, Indians and, and Eurasians. Yeah, we group yeah. it as others, but yeah. they're, they're important as well. But four main groups, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four main groups, basically: Chinese, uh-huh. Malay, Indian, and and um, uh, others. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's. I think maybe that's why, like Chinese New Year, is there's a bigger. Holiday. But you have to keep in mind that Singapore is very young mm-hmm. as well. Like we're just fifteen. Oh my gosh, my math. How many is it? Fifty-seven. Seven. Seven. Fifty-six. Fifty-seven. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is the demographics mm-hmm. anyway that we we know that as we grew up. So. Mm-hmm. Are there any like lesser known celebrations or holidays or festivals that you guys like, like that our listeners might not have heard of before? Oh. Oh. I think that's, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think on like racial, ha- we have like racial harmony day in school. Mm. Yeah. 
So like they get to wear like different ethnic costumes to school. To get yeah, like a different appreciation of other ethnic yeah. groups as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a public holiday per yeah. se, but it's it's something that all it's schools like in Singapore would celebrate on that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really important. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's nice. What do you think is, like, this is maybe too broad of a question, but what is the <laughs> most interesting thing about Singaporean culture? Just in your personal <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Not speaking for all Singaporeans, just for <laughs> your opinion. So can you have the question again? Most unique thing? Like, the most interesting, interesting thing. thing. Yeah, I guess, like, unique, like, something that, like, dis- like distinguishes Singaporean culture from, like, any other... Mm. country's culture um i don't know if it's singaporean culture per se but i feel that because we are so young and we are small a lot of singaporeans are very similar yeah mm. more similar than than different yeah i think but i think it's highlighted because of i've come we've come out to study and when you look at like different friends from different countries they, they can be very different even though they're from the same country mm. because they went to a different maybe educational background or differences or something but in Singapore actually we are very similar much mm-hmm. more than we think like we could have come from different schools we could have had a little bit of a different detour like different route but all the boys go through army all the girls go you know we, we go through similar stages of life and I think that links to our behavior the way we think and our decision making in general and our values as people are very uniquely I, I think Singaporean yeah mm-hmm. I don't know mm. Yeah, I think like adding on to that point, I feel like the community aspect is quite strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we call it like the kampong spirit. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like um, yeah, just wherever you go, like even overseas here, like when we see Singaporeans before they speak, sometimes like you, you just know, know that they are that Singaporeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that <coughs> if we're born in the same year, we definitely have mutual friends. Yeah. It's not even, it's just more weird to not have mutual <laughs> friends. <laughs> Like Singapore is also known for very good food. Do you guys have like favorite Singaporean food and have you been able to find it in Glasgow? My favorite food is carrot cake. But you can't <laughs> carrot cake? Yeah, like is the, that Singapore? Like, you call it. Yeah. Is it the the one when you have dim sum? It's like radish cake. Yeah. Mm, yes, yes, but we don't have it in dim sum. It's like mm. an actual dish and you cook it with sweet soy sauce. I'm pretty sure only Singapore has it. It's an egg. An egg. Mm. Is it when it's like chopped up into cubes? Yes, ish. We have it in Malaysia ish. as well. Mm. But, 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 but different? That's different. That's tonic cake. cake. Like the dim sum one. Like the, the, uh-huh. I know the ones in that is chopped up into squares, you know? Yeah. yeah. Here yeah. you can find them here. But the, yeah. I don't know how to say it. It's like, it's, they're like, not perfect squares. <laughs> it looks like a piece of mess when you put it there. Yeah, and then it comes in either black or white. You can order it in either black or in white or together. We call mm. it yin yang. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my favorite. You? Mm. Oh, there's a lot, but I quite like prawn mee. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Have you both been able to find Singaporean food quite easily in Glasgow, or is it hard to find authentic food? 
Mm-hmm. So Singaporean food, no, but Malaysian, which is quite cool. No, Malaysia have great Malaysia. food as well. Can I just put mm-hmm. it out there? Malaysia has great food as well. Yeah, there's like quite a big rivalry between Singapore I and mean, Malaysia. I would definitely say Malaysia's food is better. Yeah, I like, think Yeah, for sure. I don't know because my mom is Malaysian and mm-hmm. her, my parents, her parents um, from Malaysia. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's quite we we've been there, and I honestly think Malaysia food is mm-hmm. superior. Sorry, Singaporean. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but we can't really find Singaporean food here. Mm. Um, but Malaysian, yeah, there are quite a few good restaurants mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and they they do it well. So yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are there any like common stereotypes about Singaporean culture, and does it bother you? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no la, The most Korean co- Korean common <laughs> stereotype is that English is not our first language. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest yeah. one, especially people who don't know geography. <coughs> Just blame it that they don't know about Singapore. <laughs> people who know Singapore would know and speak English, but those who don't even know about this country, they just think we're part of China mm. or, um, and that we our first language is Mandarin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me. Let us be it. You know, <laughs> maybe we can show off our English and pretend it's our second language. <laughs> And also Singaporean English is like unique, like exactly. Singlish yeah. is like a mix, and it's the same in Malaysia where it's like yeah. Manglish, it's like a Manglish, yeah, yeah Manglish, <laughs> it's like a mix between like English and like I guess slangs from Slang, the different yeah, dialect, like dialects yeah. and languages and everything. But we understand yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. People often say when like you put both of us together, they don't they understand. Don't, yeah, like you put us separately, like you understand us, but together nobody understands. <laughs> so I guess yeah. So because there are so many like ethnic groups in Singapore, there's also like a lot of languages spoken, right? Mm-hmm. So at school, do you learn like multiple languages? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do English as our first, and then we do our mother tongue. So for both of us, it's Mandarin. And at home, do you also speak Mandarin, or is it different dialects? Uh, it depends on family. Totally yeah. family to family basis. Mm. My family speaks Mandarin main, mo- mostly because my mom is Cantonese, my dad is Hokkien, so mm-hmm. they can't really communicate that way. So Mandarin mm. is the main um, language for me. Mm. Yeah, same for me. I spoke Mandarin growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite word in Mandarin? <laughs> We ask this on every episode. I'm not just purposely <laughs> putting you guys in a difficult spot. Uh, I mean, the first word that popped into my mind is Hong Bao. You money, my Just because Chinese New Year just passed. Hong Bao is basically this thing directly translate means red packet, but we get money. Who doesn't like money? So, but that's not actually my favorite. Chinese. I feel like it's such a weird thing to have to explain to people that like you just get given money and they're like, what for? It's like, no, you just get yeah, given money. Yeah, until you get married, guys. Don't, yeah, so don't get married. Don't, get don't married. go to Singapore after you get married. <laughs> this is not good for you. You have to give them money. But yeah. <laughs> you, I don't know, I just thought of Fang Ting because there's a piano in front of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I should have said that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are there um, any, like, slangs that, like, if someone is wanting to visit Singapore, do you have any slang words that you think they should be aware of before going so that they understand? Mm. No, but just Singaporeans add a lot of las and sias and mes and things that don't belong in the English dictionary at the end of the sentence. Mm. So if you want to understand us, just remove that word. <laughs> you will understand what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I think that Singapore is like on a lot of people's like must travel to list just because it's like I mean it's such a great country to visit for the food and mm-hmm. like for how easy it is to move around in the sense you're as a tourist mm-hmm. so what would you guys say is your number one must see attraction in, in Singapore you know mine <laughs> the airport yeah. the airport <laughs> is the best thing like a favorite spot for like I mean where's like the favorite spot for the locals to hang out in Singapore if you were to meet up with some friends or something where would you go town yeah. probably which is what Shamil just told you about the mm. CBD area just mm. cause most people finish work there <laughs> and then we just go and eat mm. or hang out or yeah do you have any tips for people like wanting to visit Singapore like, how long do you think you should go for, and, like, which areas are, like, must, like, you must visit? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of islands in Singapore as well, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually haven't gone island hopping at oh. all, ever. Have, have you, mm-hmm. you I've been to two of them. Like, the Lazarus or yeah, something like that. I've never thing. actually, mm. like, been. But I feel like most people think that um, you, sh- you, you don't have to, you, there's not much to do in Singapore. I mean, even Singaporeans feel that way because we, we live there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I feel as a tourist, and especially if you have family and kids, you can literally spend two weeks or even more and you can't finish everything. Mm-hmm. Just because, like I said, the travelling is not as close as you think it is and there is so much to do for kids mm-hmm. in terms of education and things to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal Studios. You, yeah, <laughs> but compared to other countries. Huh? <laughs> but, but, yeah, there's a lot more... And I think if you really want to, you know, live like a local. Yeah, I think that's my main tip is to try to live like a local when you're there. Like, don't mm. go for restaurant food. Like, don't do things that, you know, we don't usually yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google. Everything's on Google these days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice tips. So, what do you miss most about Singapore having moved, like, over to Glasgow? Mm. I think for me, it's the uh, people. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. If we remove them from Singapore, we won't miss it. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing I'll miss is probably food. food. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely food and people. Hundred mm. percent. Nothing else. Yeah. What was the biggest difference that you found when adjusting to life in Glasgow? Oh, she know the safety. Come on. <laughs> when she first came to Glasgow, she would literally behind her shoulder every three seconds because she thinks someone was gonna stab her. <laughs> if not, sorry. This is. <laughs> It's not about how unsafe Glasgow is, but how safe Singapore is. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I only do that when the sun sets. Which is like 3pm. <laughs> in winter. No, because in Singapore, it's very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, like, we can be girls or whatever. Like, we can be out and about at 2am, 3am, and it's fine. Yeah. Generally. So I think that was probably the biggest difference mm-hmm. um, when we moved here. And yeah. I think, yeah, like in Singapore, like nightlife is it's just really busy throughout the night, so yeah, you don't feel yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of your degree and like pursuing like a music degree in Scotland, like how did your like where was that something your families were very supportive of? Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But mm. so like I don't think it should be taken 
what you got into it for? Mm. And I guess that question is probably coming from a place of it's not very more, it's not a very conventional mm. route, which mm. is very true. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of um, we have a lot of friends even who come and do masters, but they all have had you know normal degree, normal inverted commas um, degrees like mechanical engineering, accountant, lawyer even. Mm. Yeah, mm. from Singapore, but just that's just because maybe their families um, are more used to the idea of getting a stable degree and then switching to something that you might like later on. So I think mm. both of us in that aspect mm. are very lucky to have yeah. family who were very supportive in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's worked out well. That's really nice to hear that your families are like so supportive. So um, Ning, now that you've graduated already, like what are your plans and like what are you doing in the meantime? Are you working or are you planning yeah. to do more education? Yeah, so currently I'm just working here on a work visa, but I'm just freelancing as a musician, so I just keep touring with my friends, um, collaborating, and my plan, are not fixed, but I think eventually by 2026, hopefully, or 2027, I'm going to go home, so mm-hmm. within this time, I'm just going to build my contacts and perform more, yeah, and because that's what I wanted to do before I'm 30, oh my gosh, I'm almost there, not yet, <laughs> thanks for the question. <laughs> What about you, Shane Dell? Like, are you, mm-hmm. like you're graduating this year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you, I think you were saying earlier you're going to do a master's as mm-hmm. well. Is that in a specific instrument? Yeah, so I'm gonna continue piano, and the master's that, that I'll be doing is like it's like a mix with performance and pedagogy. So pedagogy basically means like teaching and like yeah. So we get to do like placements in schools in in the junior conservatory here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be two years, and then... She's going to be a great teacher, guys. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I think to go back home to settle down as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so nice. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast. No, We've no, heard some no. great tips about Singapore <laughs> and like, your lives. Very interesting. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.